0: Every week, we're here to help you learn how to live a more aligned, inspired life, start owning your power, and manifest the life of your dreams. Visit com to connect with us on social media and learn about more ways we can help. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms so you never miss an episode. Now, we have a ton of value to offer you today, so let's dive in.
1: Hello, guys. Special announcement here. We wanted to tell you, or... I guess I should say, invite you to our very special VIP peeps only Patreon party where we are going to hang out on Zoom and make vision boards together for the new year for 2021. It is happening January 4th at 5.30 Pacific time, 8.30 Eastern time. Lindsay, what do you want to say about it? So
0: I could not be more excited to see you guys. Um, January 4th, 5.30 Pacific be there or be not there. <laughs> right. Not the opposite say of there you're to square if you don't no, come. but you're gonna
1: be <laughs> there. <out, so. laughs>
0: be there or be the opposite of there, whatever. It's up to you. Um, but yeah. Right. Cool. We're going to we're going to see you then. That's what we wanted to pop in and say. So now we said it and we're out.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to High Vibin' It. This is your co-host, Kelsey aida uh with also Lindsay Robinson. Lindsay, tell the folks your middle name. Now they're going to be curious. My, my middle bottom.
0: name? Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> Put me on blast like that. We're not even 30 seconds into the show. <laughs> it's cute. I think you're. My middle cute. name is Sue, like <laughs> Suey, like that. Like what? Like the pig. Suey, it's like the pig, you know, like you call a pig and you say, Suey, 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 Suey. Well, I've never called a pig, so I don't know. Maybe it's from, maybe it's a Michigan thing. I don't know. I feel like people will know what I'm talking about. Anyway, my middle name is Sue. Lindsay Sue Robinson Gutierrez. Wow, that's a lot of names. (laughs)
1: That's because you got that Hispanic hubby. You got to have all the names in there. Exactly. It's like the Mexican way. So my name would be like Kelsey Aida Raldi's Janelle. What would it be like, or my mom's maiden name, or like whatever. Your
0: name. mom's maiden name is Janelle. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful name. It's French. I love fancy. it. Super <laughs> anyway, fancy. Super fancy. Anyway. Enough
1: about our names. I was just Hi guys. To introduce <laughs> us and say welcome to the show. If you haven't listened to the show before, welcome to your very first episode. We are here to help you live your best life, to heal, to up level, to feel great, to manifest your dreams. And today we are inspired to talk about how to support yourself in meeting your own needs, getting your needs met, doing so without guilt, how to maybe compare yourself less to other people, how to feel like you're on the right path, how to give yourself permission to rest. All of these topics they kind of intermingle into each other. So this is a theme that Lindsay has been noticing coming up with a lot of her one-on-one clients. Obviously, I think it's always relevant. And especially going into the winter, mm-hmm. I think naturally we want to slow down, but then we're like, I can't slow down. That's terrible. We make up these stories and ideas about why it's bad to go slow.
0: So we're going to talk about it today. And yeah, hopefully it helps you guys. So I guess the biggest thing that I want to make sure – people understand and one of the things that me and Kelsey touched on when we were talking about talking about this <laughs> is that like she said going into the winter um, at least on this side of the world where we are the the earth is literally going into hibernation you know things are uh, slowing down and uh, Kelsey brought up a good point is that all we're doing is staying in sync with nature and it's it's almost imperative but again, we think of all of our stuff on our to-do list that we haven't done. I know I fall victim, victim to this all the time. I took the entire month of December off, and I was excited because I could. But at the same time, I was like, but how much could I get done if I took advantage of this time and actually you know, did all the stuff I needed to catch up on? And so I've kind of had to find a balance between yes staying productive but also remembering that i earned this time off and that i get to enjoy it and we do forget you know we get to enjoy what we're doing especially if you own your own business or you're doing your own thing like you started it probably to have freedom and to have that ability to to do what you needed to do when you needed to do it instead of being pulled in every direction by somebody else and so we don't want to forget that we still want to listen to what is calling us so Among other things today in this episode, we really want to talk about how to tune in and really listen to what it is that you need and freaking do it. (laughs) Right. Hallelujah.
1: Amen to that, sister. And a beneficial perspective here that we can try on as a family while we're listening to this is why isn't it productive to take a break? Like what if taking a break is actually the recharge that you need to go back in full throttle? Or I know at least for me, every time I take a break, that's when I get my best ideas for my next book, for my next course, for my next offerings, for the best Instagram post that's going to heal somebody of whatever they're going through. Like that's when I'm in receiving mode. That's when the creation process starts
0: and and let me let's be clear too because and this this also came up with a lot of my clients especially right now as we're going into into break time for a lot of places in this in the season in general is that you know i want to take this time i want to do what i want to do but let's say it, it the thing is reading a book or like sitting down and just resting your mind if you're sitting down and judging yourself the whole time and thinking of all the other things you could be doing, it is so pointless. <laughs> like you're, you're going to have to redo the whole thing because your energy's not in it. But as Kelsey said, if you are uh, aligned and you are allowing that joy and that uh, time to relax and be productive, because you're right, it is. Like taking that time and listening to what you need is the most productive thing you can do at that point. Because let's say you, went into robot mode went up to your office or wherever you work and wherever you do your things and you were just going through the motions you're not in the game your energy is terrible you feel bad even while you're doing it and it's like the universe will respond to that it will respond to that but if you're feeling joy and you're allowing yourself to do what it is that you need to do in a joyful way and in a um what is it intuitive way if you're listening to what would make your soul happy at that moment the universe responds to that too so it's it works in your favor um I don't know where I was going with this but the energy that you have and that the state of mind that you're in while you're listening to your needs is just as important as listening to your needs you can't be complaining and judging yourself the whole time or you know you might as well start over or just not do it but you have to do it so do it <laughs>
1: Lindsay prescribes that everybody has to make sure that they are resting because it is important um but another perspective I wanted to introduce into the mix which is like I guess you could think of it as separate from the other one is like who even said being productive is more valuable than being unproductive in the first place
0: Mm Hmm. go on
1: I mean, why is it bad to be unproductive? That's my question. Well, it's that's not. Yeah, Nothing's good or bad. We just make these stories in our mind yeah. of this is bad. This is good. This is going to get me to where I want to go. This isn't. But if we weren't going to label things as good or bad, when you're being productive, you would be being productive. When you're being unproductive, you'd be unproductive. Either way, you're just being something or doing something.
0: Yeah. And that's where I think that's, obviously different for everybody because when they decide what productive means for some right. people productive means hitting that next success goal or it means finally cleaning the kids room or helping having them clean their room when it's been you know way too long or productive means just like checking things off whatever to do list that you have which will allow it's like almost giving ourselves permission to relax and and this is huge that, that I want to make sure everybody knows, like, I really do struggle with this, like a lot. That's um, why she's it's, such
1: an expert. At it. <laughs> that's why I'm
0: such an expert at it. Because I know, and I, and I, that's the thing, like, I do struggle with this, but I also know that it's important. And I do work to allow myself to just let, let go of it. And, and luckily I have a really good support system. My husband is very, very good at being like, you know, don't worry about this. I will get I will take care of this. He's really good at helping pick up the slack. Um, If I notice that there's clutter everywhere and I just can't sit with my crochet (laughs) because there's too much in the room, then he'll help me. Um, And so I guess, you know, if you have a support system, even more better, tell them what you need so that they can help you as well. But even if you're on your own, you know, just find ways. And that's what we're going to help you with today too. Finding ways to Weave it in because it is so, so so important. and I know it's like so silly to just say it's important without like you know, saying anything else, but it is important, and we will teach you how to do that. I think one of the best ways just right off the cuff is to set a timer. If you really know that you're gonna feel like really uh, a certain way about taking time out, what if you just set a timer for ten minutes and said, for this ten minutes, everything else can be pressed up can can press pause. everything else can be, Suspended. I'm just going to be here in my going within or turning inward or, or you know crocheting or reading a book or or whatever for ten minutes, knowing full well that when that timer goes off, I am totally capable and it is okay for me to go do the thing. But for ten minutes, I'm going to listen to my needs. Like maybe that is your thing. Um, yeah. Anyway, we'll get more into that as well. But I just wanted to touch on that. Like it is a struggle. I know this is a struggle. I'm not trying to give you some kind of magic pill because it is going to probably be a constant challenge, especially for people that are doers. You know, I'm nonstop. I haven't even stopped talking. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't stop doing, I can't stop doing things, but I do work at it because I know it's that important. And, and it feels good. You know, we have to give ourselves permission to feel good and that in itself can be a challenge.
1: Yeah. And the irony, which you so cleverly pointed out is like, the reason why we want to achieve all these things and do all the things and get there to the destination is because we say, okay, once I do that, then I can relax, right? But it's like, you can just freaking like relax right now. (laughs) You don't have to put yourself through hell in order to like achieve some state where you can finally give yourself permission to relax because chances are if you're not giving yourself permission to relax right now what makes you think you're going to give yourself permission to relax once you achieve that thing you're probably not going to especially if you're addicted to doing 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 instead of being um and so it's just something not to blame yourself or shame yourself about but when you become aware and you can have Mm -hmm. compassion for the part of you that's trying to get all this stuff done just so you can have permission to relax, you can realize, well, technically I could just give myself permission to relax right now.
0: Well, and I know like for me, okay. The biggest example that comes up is in the morning. I I know so many people do their dishes at night, but I, I cannot, my energy is gone by the end of the night. So, uh, plus there's bath times for the kids and bedtime routines. It's just not happening. So in the morning I wake up and before I get my first cup of coffee, I'm like, I'm a I'm going to load the dishwasher. That's my routine. And my husband's like, get coffee first. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's my goal. That's my treat, okay? I'm going to do these dishes. I know I'm going to be able to sit down with a nice hot cup of coffee versus like, you know, getting coffee, doing dishes, and then waiting for it to be – and then it'll be cold. It's always cold. But if I do the dishes first, I get to sit down with it, and it's a nice, like, way to – I feel good. It's done. I get to have my coffee. So that, for me, works. But I know that a lot of people – Maybe have this fear or this misconception that it's a slippery slope. Like, if I don't do it now, then I'm just going to be a lazy person who never gets anything done, and I'm going to live in a pigsty, and I'm going to be unsuccessful. Whatever it is, so I think we should talk about that as well because uh, I think that that's a huge thing that comes up a lot in my practice. Is people like, well, if I if I don't train myself, if I don't give myself these, you know, in, in a sense, prizes for doing these things. I would never do them. And then I would be the worst version of myself or whatever it is. So I mean, I guess that's something we we definitely need to touch on.
1: Right. It's like being addicted to doing, it stems from something. It It's yeah. different parts of you trying, attempting to motivate you, right? To do something, to achieve a certain result, to help you get somewhere or feel some way. So a really helpful question you can ask yourself and this is like the work that I do with my one-on-one clients is to go really deep and ask like well if I don't do that thing that I think that I need to do right now what's so bad about that right what's gonna happen yeah. if I don't do it and then you go down the timeline of like what if so Lindsay yeah. let's do it like together so I'll lead you through it and then you do it okay. So, let's pick the example uh what's another example of something that you feel like you always have to do it
0: okay um feed my kids. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what happens if I don't? Oh my gosh, Something that's that terrible. It doesn't
1: mean life or death for your children.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, it really would be probably, oh God, I know what it is. Okay. Perfect. Putting the laundry away. Not doing laundry, putting it away. That is the hard
1: part. I'll agree with that. <laughs> okay. So putting the laundry away, just using it as an example. Miss Lindsay Robinson. I said Robinson. <laughs> Robinson. I don't know what's happening. It's mine. my alter ego. My words today. Sorry, guys. Um, what would be so bad about not getting the laundry put away?
0: This is easy because I never actually put it away. So what would happen is they would stay in the hamper, mm-hmm. get all wrinkly. And if you're on Patreon, <laughs> you see I have a freshly wrinkled clean shirt on today. Um, Listen, I'm not a perfect person, but uh, they would stay in the hamper and – We'd never know where anything was mm-hmm. and we wouldn't have any hampers left for the dirty clothes. Okay.
1: Okay. That's a good start. More <laughs> importantly, what does that mean about you? If the laundry doesn't Oh, get away?
0: okay. Now I don't necessarily believe this, but I know that there's a lot of people that do. It is probably stemming around like, I'm a terrible mother. I'm a terrible wife. I can't keep the house, you know, but it is, it is very common it, or somehow I'm failing at in my role in this household.
1: Right. So let's go with that example. Cause I think it's like more deep and relatable. So let's say if you did think that if I don't do the laundry, that means that I'm not a good mom, mm-hmm.
0: then
1: what's so bad about not being good mom. And we just keep going down. the road Yeah. Up. So hypothetically speaking, if you believed that you weren't a good mom, when you didn't do that, what does that mean?
0: My kids are gonna be screwed up. Mm-hmm.
1: And then following down that rabbit hole, what does that mean if your kids get screwed up?
0: Okay, so it's it is it is interesting because I actually do not tie laundry to being a good mom. I think that's well wrong. not conscious, but but well well there's many reasons why I don't. But if it, it is funny because if I did think that. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm super convinced that I don't think that but if I did, then I would think, well, if my kids are screwed up, then they will be continuing the pattern of my family, which is mm-hmm. actually true. Now they're not going to, but that, right. that is, so, that is where I would go with it. Yes.
1: Going down this rabbit hole with this example, let's keep going. Cause this is getting good. So. If the laundry doesn't get done, that means you're a bad mom, which means that your kids are going to get messed up, which means that they're <laughs> going to end up like your family, which means that hypothetically speaking. I
0: mean, I don't know. The cycle you just, continues. You just just really don't want terrible, that. terrible lives.
1: Right. So this isn't necessarily the case for Lindsay, but if it was, like, yeah. notice how we just tied laundry to, like, this existential family cycle repeating It is itself. interesting. Because Lindsay comes from kind of a hard family dynamic, so obviously yeah. she wouldn't want to repeat that with her and her kids. And it's funny how something as seemingly simple and innocent of a task as laundry could subconsciously, in your mind, be tied to something so heavy. And, now- like, that's where the motivation comes from, where I need to do this to prevent this outcome that I think could potentially happen based on my past or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So the point that I'm trying to get at is with yourself or with a coach or something, go down the rabbit hole of like, if I don't get this done, what does that mean about me? Or why is that a bad thing for my life? And then keep asking why, 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 what does that mean? And get to a point where you feel like, whoa, I did not realize that this was connected to this. And then that gives you awareness. And with the awareness, you don't actually have to change. You just have to have compassion, which comes easily when you understand, oh my God, I'm compelled to do these things because I feel this way deep down inside. So those of you who know Lindsay and I know that we definitely take our mindfulness practice very seriously and very regularly. We're meditating or doing some sort of visualization or breathing exercises because obviously that's a great way to raise your vibration. And we've tried some meditation apps and stuff, but they're not that great. Um, We thought that we needed something better and something more so we tried new Calm and you guys it is awesome it's a really really cool way to up level your meditation practice Nucom gets you into a deep transcendental meditative state every time no matter if you're just starting your mindfulness practice or you have been practicing for years new Calm will allow you to make the most out of your mindfulness sessions Newcom is one of the only systems of its kind clinically proven in over 1 million sessions to improve your sleep, reduce your stress, boost your recovery without drugs or side effects. The Nucom system uses cutting-edge neuroscience and consists of three non-invasive and non-pharmaceutical items, all of which are included in your monthly subscription that costs less than a daily cup of coffee.
0: I personally love that you can use it almost any time during the day. I've used it a couple times, once in the morning when I felt like I didn't get enough sleep the night before. And I I use it again in the afternoon in that like afternoon slump when you feel your energy completely drained. I know I do. It's great to use that time uh, to do new calm as well because it kind of boosts you. It recovers you. It just feels great. And I'm seeing very, very, very good benefits already. Um, so do what I did. Own the day with NuCalm. We have a special link set up specifically for our listeners. So if you go to com, get 50% off your 30-day subscription of NuCalm and their money-back guarantee. That's vibin, nucal vibin, dot com. Yeah. I would say uh, in all the years I've been seeing clients and and, and <laughs> finding their the ways their parents screwed them up for lack of a better term. I think every parent screws up their kid in some way, shape or form, just different than the way they were screwed up. Um, and sometimes lesser and sometimes more, but, um, I would say that in all the years I've been doing this, never once has somebody in my chair said, you know, I think it all goes back to when my mom didn't fold my laundry, (laughs) put it away. It's never happened, honestly. It never happened, and if it did, of course, I would. There's reasons, of course, it would be valid, but it's not something that comes up. So, uh, it is. It is interesting that that's what it that's what it goes back to. And I think if I were to tie my role to this house and my family dynamic, I would tie it more to. The wifely aspect, than I think the motherly aspect, because I, oh God, mom, forgive me. I didn't have a lot to, <laughs> I did, I, I didn't have big shoes to fill. Let me just say, in the mother aspect, but uh, the bar wasn't set very high. I love my mother so much, but it's true. Um, and and with the with the wife thing, I mean, I mean, I've never been a wife before, you know. And and there's all these like roles and, and expectations for both sides, and our family doesn't check any of the traditional boxes, you know, right now I'm working and my husband is handling the children and we are both okay with that because he has earned his time to not provide for this family right now. And so, uh, it just doesn't follow. But I think when I'm thinking about like the laundry and maybe some of some can relate to this, that I would tie it more to like, does he think I'm doing a bad job? You know, which is also ridiculous because he knows where I am, you <laughs> know what I'm doing, so um, I think that it is it is important to examine the expectations you're putting on yourself and the ones that you feel are being put on you, whether intentionally or not, and maybe that will give you more insight into why you know you feel so much pressure to do the thing. The dishes are just my thing, but with the laundry, I would definitely tie it more to the wifely aspect.
1: yeah, what we're getting at is it's important to Notice your true motivation. Mm -hmm. Question everything. Why am I actually doing this? What am I trying to gain or what am I trying to avoid? Usually it's something that we're trying to avoid. So, for example, if I'm trying to watch a great holiday, like movie because I love watching all the corny, romance. You watch Hallmark movies,
0: movies, don't you? I watch all the Hallmark movies.
1: Oh, and all the Netflix movies that are based off of Hallmark movies. No hate on people that watch them. Because they're Netflix. So I watch all of them. So I'm one of those people. Let's say I'm like, woohoo, I'm going to watch one. But then I sit down and I'm like, oh no, I'm not posting on Instagram. I'm not writing my next bestseller. I'm not with a coaching client making money. I'm not doing anything. I'm just watching this then this would be my opportunity to look within Mm -hmm. and be like, well, why do I feel like I need to be working? I feel like I need to be working because that means that I am getting ahead. Okay, why do I feel like I need to be getting ahead? I need to be getting ahead so that I'm still growing. Why do I need to be growing? Because I want to be growing. And so it could be something as simple as like wanting to watch a movie, but you're such a workaholic that you feel like watching a movie means that you're right. not growing as a human, that you're, that you're going to die, basically. <laughs> if I watch this movie, I'm going to die. Like it's that yeah. much of a threat in your subconscious mind. Well,
0: because let me, let me fill in the blanks for you because I've seen this way too many times. If I'm not growing, what am I doing? I'm shrinking. What happens if I shrink? I lose my business. I lose my... My, my livelihood, I can't pay my rent, I have to move out, I'm homeless, I suck as a person. You know, all of these things, if you really, really follow it, you tie, you I, as the collective, all of us really, tie our worth to what we're doing or not doing. We just do. We tie our worth to what we're doing and what we're not doing. And that is, mm, I'd say maybe 50% of the time, valid. And the other 50% is completely unreasonable completely unreasonable and fake and probably society and all these like fallacies that we've grown up with. But there are times when being productive is of course good. Of course it's good, but you need to take time for yourself. You just got to, that's the most productive thing you can do. And I love that you said that so early in the episode, because we're going to probably say it 20 more times. Um, yeah. it, it, it's, it is one of those things like, what if being productive meant watching a holiday movie on Netflix? you're gonna have to tell me what the good ones are because I don't even know, but but it's true. It it could be the most productive thing you do because what happens when you do watch it, Kelsey, your head is in such a good, lighter space if you allow that time to enjoy yourself, right? Your head and your energy is all lighter and freer and happy and you have all those good holiday feelings and what if you get like the inspiration for your next bestseller during that moment, you know? Like, it's always good, it's always good.
1: The rest can be an opportunity for raising your vibration really quickly because if you actually do it, I don't want to say there's a right or wrong way to rest, but if you do it correctly where you're not judging yourself and you're releasing yeah. all resistance, then it can have the same effect as a meditation. You know, you're yes. releasing resistance, your vibration naturally raises. It's like how Abraham Hicks always describes, like the cork being held underwater. Like as soon as you let go, it floats to the top by itself. You don't push it to the top. You don't pull it to the top. It just goes to the top. So that's the same with your energy. When you can release some resistance for extended periods of time, that's when you can really just open yourself up to
0: shifting. And let's be clear, like the universe knows what you want. If you know what you want or how you want to feel, the universe knows that too. Source knows that. The divine knows that. You don't have to push and shove and force your way to get there faster. Yeah. You just have to allow yourself to enjoy. Like, okay, I've put my order in to the universe. Now I get to sit back and enjoy this time while I, while I welcome it in, while I, while I do what is best for me and let the universe do its best work for me. Like, honestly, you don't have to force it. We just feel like we have to force it. <laughs> it's like so counterproductive most of the time. I know, I know, trust me, I've burned myself out way too many times to not know this as an expert <laughs>
1: <laughs> from experience, we speak oh, lots from lots of experience. <laughs> so let's shift gears just slightly and talk about needs. So we've talked yeah. about rest, we've talked about how it's important to give yourself permission, how to kind of dive deep to notice your motivation to not rest so that you can have compassion for yourself and understand what's actually going on. And then diving into the needs, how can we start to, first of all, identify our needs? Cause I feel like a lot of us I know this one. aren't
0: even <laughs> conscious of like, what do
1: I need? You know?
0: Yeah. And, and it's, it's okay because we don't actually give ourselves permission to ask. We don't even think about asking, but now, you know, now you can. So if you sit, you know, you can sit in silence or you can just ask yourself, the answer might come easier than you think because you're actually just straight up asking. Um, what do I need? And be sure, be careful not to say, what should I be doing?
1: Right? Right? Because when I say,
0: when I say, what should I be doing? What I mean in my conscious mind is what should I be doing to make myself happy? But that's not the message. The message is what should I be doing to be more productive? So be very careful to say, what do I need? And not what should I be doing? Also, if you don't get an answer right away, because a lot of times we don't know, you could say, "Hmm." what would make my soul happy right now? And usually in a very, very quick amount of time, an answer will come. Maybe it's walking in nature. Maybe it's uh, journaling. Maybe it's painting. You know, maybe it's being creative somehow. But the point, the, 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 the huge bit that here is like when you get the answer, please don't shove it away. Don't be like, ah, uh, yeah, no, let's try something else. Try it try the first thing that comes to your mind when you ask yourself the question what does my what would make my soul happy and just try it do not shove it away i promise you it's probably your soul telling you what it needs and what you need
1: yes and you can tweak the question to get more answers so you can ask like what do i need in the context of my romantic relationship what do i need in the context of my family dynamic what do i need from my work and my career? Um, yeah. What do I need physically? What do I need emotionally? Um, what do I need personally to be happy or to feel fulfilled or to not have stress? Like what are the things yeah. in my life that I need? These are non-negotiables. You cannot unneed your needs, but you can identify them. And then from there, consciously seek to meet them yourself or have them met in healthy and direct. And it's,
0: it's probably the thing you've already thought about, but have shoved aside and not done for a long time. (laughs) It's probably the thing you're like, Ooh, I could do that. Now let's do this instead. You know? So let's give some examples. Okay. I love examples.
1: Personally, I know that I need a lot of variety, especially in my weekly schedule. I know that I've tried working five days a week, doing the same thing every day. And it just does not Work for me. My schedule, people are like, What is your life? Because my schedule is very different than most people's because I know that I need variety. So I give myself lots of variety. I switch it up every day. One day's for this thing, one day's for that thing. And so that helps me to feel good and to be happy and to be in my element. Lindsay, what's something that you need
0: uh, in any area um, of life? Honestly, the one thing that I always feel like I need is just. I just want to turn off my conscious mind because I learned uh, about myself pretty recently actually is that I'm constantly going like my conscious mind is constantly like I'm a doer. What's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And then I can relax. But as we said before, sometimes I never get to the end. So I don't get to relax. So what I do is I just shut down and I just leave. (laughs) Like I will zone out watching TV. And that is, it's not necessarily productive. I will say that I would much rather lay down in a quiet room and just like, just, just, just be and let my energy settle. And I have been getting better about that. But if I don't, then I will just kind of zone out. So I need to quiet my mind. I need to be able to be, and just, just be, maybe do something absent-minded. Like when I, when I sit and, crochet like that is a way for my mind to just kind of float away and I'm just you know I'm able to focus on what I'm doing but I'm not thinking a million and one thoughts like I normally am maybe some of you can create or can relate and I really 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 highly recommend crochet or knitting or any kind of granny activity because they're very slow (laughs) and wonderful gardening's great although it is getting cold Um, but yeah anything like that is really good for me In nature anything in nature Any granny activity, especially with glasses. When I wear my glasses in a high bun and I'm crocheting, my husband just laughs and laughs and laughs. So I love being a granny.
1: (laughs) Let's think of a couple more examples before I move on. Something else that I need is to move my body. Yeah, I don't don't need to do that. Majority of the days of the week. So for me personally, I – try to go to the gym or a pilates class or a yoga class or even just go for a walk like almost every day Mm. Um, because i need to move i need to flow the energy i need to breathe more deeply it feels nice to sweat i feel like i don't need to sweat but it is nice um so yeah that's another example for me
0: i will say for me that is one of the things okay for for being a, a specific example would be yoga That is one of the things, remember guys, when I said like, it's probably the thing you've thought you should be, you, you, you should do for your health and well being, And you know, you, you will deep down need it, but you keep putting it aside. The thing that comes up is probably the thing you need to do for me. That would be yoga. And it is the thing I keep shoving aside because I know, I know I'll feel great. I know it's going to align my energy. I know it's going to help my breath work. I know it's going to relax me. Why don't I do it? I don't know. I just, I make up excuses all the time. Like my kids will be climbing on me. I won't be able to find any peace because there's no space to do it. But if I wanted to do it, I could do it.
1: Well, that's just probably means that some part of you feels threatened. Like if you did that, that would be bad for some reason. Like if I did yoga, that would be an hour away from my kids. Or if I did yoga, that would be an hour away from my business.
0: But they have 10 minute yoga videos, Kelsey that's true you know what it is I just think that afterwards I'll be more tired than I already am and I don't I, I don't have the, I can't I can't be more tired
1: <laughs> after 10 minutes <laughs> you'll definitely feel energized after 10 minutes.
0: I know if you go for 10
1: hours you'll be more tired but 10 I minutes I honestly don't
0: know why you can do it. I don't I really don't mm-hmm. I need to journal around that why do I have such an aversion because I used to do yoga I used to do it like at least three times a week in my living room I don't know it's interesting something to explore we want to take a moment to introduce you to
1: another one of our awesome sponsors BetterHelp, which is a platform that connects you online to therapists and counselors who are certified trained professional awesome human beings who can help you to achieve more happiness or help you get unstuck help you with your anxiety your depression whatever it is that you feel like you need support with in your life there are therapists on BetterHelp who probably specialize in supporting people in this way It's really cool because you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Um, They have a broad range of experts available, which is really cool because even if there's not someone locally available that specializes in what you need, chances are there's someone on BetterHelp who can help you. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime, send messages back and forth to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. So you won't have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional talk therapy.
0: BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. It's committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so that it makes it easy and free to change counselors if needed. So if you guys want to connect with this service, we highly, highly recommend it. If you want to go to betterhelp.com slash vibin, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P, dot com slash v-i-b-i-n you guys get 10 percent off your first month great resource great thing to know about go check it out i love owning the fact that i don't move (laughs) ever i'm very sedentary human being unless i have to move like chase my kids to do something and you know what that might be it because i'm all i'm so active with them just not doing things i want to do just like making sure they're doing everything they need to do That I just like, eh, I don't need to be more physical. But honestly and truly, I think I say this in multiple podcast episodes, so (laughs) sorry, but I really do think I really need to start yoga. (laughs) One of these days, people are going to start calling me out like, have you done yoga? Because I keep (laughs) saying it and I haven't yet, but I will, hopefully, sometime Okay, so we
1: got a couple needs on the chart. Hopefully that gives you guys some examples and it's really valuable to write out a list. Like, what do Mm -hmm. I need? Today? What do I need this week? What do I need in general? What do I need in this area of my life? And just compassionately and curiously writing it all down.
0: What do I need? What makes you feel most authentically you?
1: going to be different for everyone but also there's going to be some that are the same like universal yeah we all need connection we all need sunlight we all need water we all need sleep we all need exercise we all need safety we all need like freedom of expression like all these things that are universal so you can write those and then also write your unique little quirky things that you need and like for example because I have kind of an anxious attachment style in my romantic partnership, something that I need is like a lot of reassurance. So I let my partner know like, Hey, I'm really sensitive to like any subtleties and like the change of our connection. So I just need like reassurance that everything's good and it's fine. So I don't freak out and think that something's wrong. And he's like, okay, yeah, like everything's fine. Nothing's wrong. I'm like, okay, great. So you can express these needs to people in your life who, you know, are willing and wanting to meet them. And you first and foremost can be your most empowered self and meet yes for you how can I meet my own needs today how can I give myself all of these things that I need or maybe at least some of them we don't need to turn the list into a chore but we want it to be an empowering thing of ideas of ways that you can meet your own needs in a direct way because what happens is if we're not getting our needs met, they have to get met some way Mm -hmm. and they will get met some way. And chances are, if you're not consciously getting them met, you will become a very manipulative person and that is how you'll get your needs
0: met. Yes. And another example that I know very well, again, is if you don't take time to relax, that's when people, I'm not saying always, but that is a lot of the times when people will get sick and have to take time off. That is when in my case where you burn out and you have right. to take time off if you're avoiding the thing it will find a way to to get met uh so you can either do it voluntarily or you can have to do it you might as well do it voluntarily and feel really good listen there's a time to be productive there's a time to work there is also a time to feel good there's a time to rest and all of it is equally valuable when you want to get where you want to go and manifest your intentions it just is yeah i think you to <laughs> Mic drop.
1: <laughs> I think we should go into the card that I pulled before yes. we started recording because this is really relevant to the whole theme of basically what I asked the deck was, what are we not doing?
0: Or... Well, tell them what the deck is. It's called Blind Spot. So okay, it's right. designed. So
1: it's by Teal Swan, who's a teacher that I really love. I will link to this deck in the show notes so you guys can go grab it if you want. It's called the Blind Spot Oracle Cards. And there's 78 cards and they're basically like check yourself before you wreck yourself type cards. Like they tell you what's in your blind spot, what you don't realize that you're doing that you need to stop doing. Um, So the card that I pulled or the question that I asked, I should say was um, the people listening to this podcast who aren't able to rest, like why aren't they able to rest? What's stopping them basically? What are they unaware of that's stopping them from resting? And it's really cool because these cards have um, this like drawing on them. It's like a channel drawing called a sigil. And the sigil is actually the medicine. So you look at the image and it gives you the essence of the medicine of what you need. Um, And this one was number 60. If you're on the Patreon, you can see it on the video. If you're not on the Patreon, go to patreon.com slash high vibe to join because it's really cool. And you can watch all the episodes there. But If you look at it, you're supposed to see like what images come up for you or what meaning comes up for you or how you feel. I see a sumo wrestler
0: giving birth. What do you see? (laughs) I'm going to be real. That's what I see.
1: A sumo wrestler giving birth? That is... Look at it. Great interpretation. Now you're not going to be able to not see it. Okay. I kind of do see it. I can see (laughs) it. You guys have to get on the Patreon so you
0: can see this. I mean, that's That's pretty uncanny, actually. (laughs) It even has an
1: umbilical cord. Moving on from the sumo theme. (laughs)
0: The card basically
1: said, if you have drawn this sigil, you have fallen into the ego trap of... Oh, sorry, sigil. She corrected me before the show, but now I keep saying it wrong again. If you've drawn this sigil, you have fallen into the ego trap of superiority. Also, this is long, so brace yourself. But listen, because there's lots of medicine in this. Your ego's desire to see itself as better is clouding your awareness, judgment, and capacity to achieve what you really want in this scenario. The ego is preoccupied with comparison thinking. The ego is, after all, a self-concept, so it seeks to differentiate itself from others. We have learned that to be less than others in any way is bad and that it leads to things that threaten not only our self-esteem but also our well-being and ability to get what we desire it makes our self-concept negative and makes us feel prevented from what we want for example blah 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 This is really long so i don't want to read the whole thing the human ego cannot handle perceiving itself to be inferior it is a threat it begins a subconscious mission to try to gain equality more than that to become better than the person it currently feels inferior to. You'll find any way you can to knock them off that pedestal or try to get on a bigger pedestal yourself. There's nothing inherently wrong with comparison thinking. For example, when it is part of a healthy competition, it can even fuel us to do our best. But if we are using it as a tool that hurts ourselves or others, we need to let go of it. People did not come here to be compared to other people. If this were the point of life, God or source would have just cloned one of the best, wait, would have just cloned, made clones of the best possible person. We came here to be unique expressions of source consciousness, and by comparing yourself to others, you are disallowing your own uniqueness. We are stopping ourselves from seeing that we are all superior to each other in certain ways and inferior in other ways. Michelangelo once said, Every block of stone has a statue inside it, and it is the task of the sculptor to discover it. A person's contribution, purpose, and value to this world is entirely unique, so let it be. If you have drawn this sigil, you will also benefit by spending some time with the with accepting the energy of sigil 20, which obviously you guys don't have because you don't have the deck yet, but you should go get it. Um, what else does it say here? The thing we're most concerned with when it comes to equality is value. We want to be valued equally or more than other people. In this physical dimension, however, this is impossible because value is determined by needs, perspective, and preferences. For example, in a time of war, a diamond or ruby has no value whatsoever. A bottle of alcohol, on the other hand, has loads of value. If a woman wants to be financially taken care of, and both a rich man and the most emotionally available man in the world walk through the door, the woman will value the rich man. An employee's needs will not be treated as equal to the needs of a CEO because a company can afford to lose and replace a worker while they cannot afford to lose and replace a CEO. We want our perspective to matter as much as anyone else's in any given circumstance, but it doesn't. If someone's meditated on a mountain for 20 years your opinion about meditation would not matter as much as theirs it would be inferior in that moment if you have drawn this sigil which anyone listening who's relating to this has officially drawn this sigil <laughs> you are being called to really see how you are in fight to be valued by how you are in a fight to be valued by demanding that you are more and better than someone else in some way This suggests that you have an insecurity lurking within you. What is it? Even if you are a better athlete, for example, or know more about something than someone else, your superiority in this scenario is doing damage and preventing what you desire. Something you are thinking, saying, and or doing is making people feel inferior, which makes them perceive you as a threat. If you have drawn this sigil, you are being called to love. To love is to take something as a part of yourself. For example, if whites took blacks to be a part of themselves instead of believing themselves to be superior, whites could not have enslaved them without feeling the negative impact of doing so themselves. Slavery slavery would not have happened. When we love something, we root for that thing to get what it wants instead of preventing it from getting what it wants. We cease to be against it. You are also being called to question everything and consider every perspective in this situation so as to become aware of everything and arrive at a higher truth. Stop focusing on yourself in terms of inferiority or superiority. Instead of thinking, speaking, and acting superior, redirect yourself and then towards recognizing their unique intrinsic value.
0: So basically... house <gasps> that card goes deep. They all That deep. card went everywhere. That card went everywhere. They're all like back that. Again. They're all like three pages okay. of stuff that you need to know oh that my you're God.
1: not aware of. So basically, the gist of that card was check yourself before you wreck yourself, like all the other cards. But you're trying to be superior is stopping you from resting.
0: If like you weren't comparing true, true.
1: yourself to how you're performed yesterday, or to someone else who's doing quote unquote better than you, you would allow yourself to rest just fine. Mm But you don't because you're in comparison. So how can you drop the comparison and start to know that value is super, super subjective as she explained with all those different examples? I like it. Good, right?
0: Good, good.
1: Yeah, yeah you want to make the
0: most of your time and sometimes that just means feeling good
1: right also i want to say that we pull cards for you guys a lot on the patreon when we do the extended episodes so if you're like oh my gosh i want them to pull cards for me more then join our patreon also we're doing that um
0: yes tell them about the thing
1: the vision board party Yes. We need to pick a we're date We're doing for a vision that, board party. Which we'll pick soon. It's but- going to be
0: January 4th. That's our last show before we go on break.
1: Okay, perfect. January 4th, we're doing a vision board party on the Patreon. So anyone who's a member of our Patreon, no matter what tier you're on, you'll be invited to our super secret Zoom call where we'll have a party and we'll all make vision boards for 2021. And it'll be super fun. And we can actually oh, interact so with excited. you guys. I'm so excited. And get to know everybody. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Just wanted to plug that real quick while I was talking about the Patreon, but I think we can start to wrap it up. I'm feeling like this gave a lot of good information, good tips. This was a good one. Good stuff to dive deep into yourself and really question, why am I forcing myself to do all the things when I really just want to relax? We always
0: encourage continuing this conversation over on the Patreon. So if you guys have a question or you need any guidance on how to do this or any specifics around your situation, we are very, very happy to help. So uh, that's another reason to go join the Patreon. Yeah, and if
1: you're <laughs> addicted to doing... I mean, you got options. You can work with Lindsay. We can do some <laughs> hypnosis around that. You can work- Well, with not her. necessarily
0: through it, but. until June, but you can join the membership where I have a lot of audios that yeah, have Lindsay to do has with a new so membership. many. It's cool. Yeah, it's it a 30 bucks a month until January. So depending on when this airs mm-hmm. um, and then it'll go up to 40 a month, which is still a crazy good deal because my audios by themselves are like 25 a pop. So if you join, you get 10 to start and then like- three or four every month, which is way worth it. So um, all kinds of different topics, all kinds of courses and uh, little exercises that I add in there too. So it's definitely cool. Go check out what's included. Um, I don't know where to find the link. We'll link it, right?
1: Yeah, we've been linking it in the show notes.
0: Yeah, we'll just link
1: it. You can find it in the show notes. Also, you can find me at which Usually there's some link in the show notes but yeah, yeah. my name. It's easy. Um and if you guys are like, "Ooh, I want to know myself better. I want to have radical self-love and compassion mm-hmm. and understanding then I will help you go down the rabbit hole. That's what I do. So come see me. I'll help you through it. What else do we need to tell the people about? I think that's it. I think we're going to go over to the Patreon. We hope that you guys love this episode. Please leave us a review if it resonated. Please share with someone who needs to hear this medicine. And
0: Share everything. for the doer in your life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bye guys. All right, thanks guys. Thanks for listening. We hope you love this episode. If you love high vibe in it, become a part of our Patreon family. You can support the show, see the extended version of this episode, get bonus content and access exclusive discounts. Head over to patreon.com highvibe high vibe to join. We have tons of perks waiting there for you and we're always hanging out in there. So we hope to see you inside.